Greetings, this is James Major Burns, and I'm your host of The Third Degree with me, James Major Burns. So people, we're here, it's Thursday the 8th, I believe, and we have just completed our morning show, so we have six shows left. Shrek the Musical, La Comedia Dinner Theater in Springboro, Ohio. I will be going home to start rehearsal for Dreamgirls the Musical at the Youngstown Playhouse, which opens September 6th, again, at the Youngstown Playhouse. So, people, let me just go ahead and tell you again, this is an outlet for myself to speak on things going on in the world and my life. And, you know, let me take that back. It's an outlet for myself and others to speak on things going on in our world, in our lives. Here... We get to express ourselves from the driver's seat of the creative. So we get to show you what's really going on behind our minds versus what you think and what you see. Because what you see is not always the truth. Lastly, this is a place to share, learn, love, and laugh together. So ladies and gentlemen, I have a mayor here today. Mayor of Munchkinland, Mr. Drew Coleman. Say hey, Drew. Hi. Hi, hello. You're so funny. Okay. <laughs> just go ahead and do the whole out. Okay. Line. Hi, hey, how's it going? Listen, we just got in from New York. Are there any zoo officials around here? I'm Alex. You know, the Alex, king of New York City. That's great. Um, Drew played Alex the Lion, the king of New York City, as he said, in Madagascar. And he also plays the mayor of Munchkinland in Shrek the Musical. So we're going to start right at the beginning. How did you hear about the auditions for Shrek? Uh, my, my teachers and my mom were talking about how I really like being in choir, so they thought I could go into theater and do more stuff like that, because musicals. And then we saw Lockamedia was here, and we decided I was going to try Lockamedia. Well, that is great. So this is your first full musical. Uh, no, I've done Cat on a Hot Tin Roof before. Oh, well, that's fine. But is this your first professional show? I'd say yeah, probably. We're just going to go with yeah. That sounds great. So, how has this entire process been for you? Uh, It's been fun a lot. It was, it is a lot different than the other show I did because with the other show, I really didn't know what was going on. When you were younger? How old yeah. were you when you did the... Um, six, I think. Six? Yeah. Whoa, that was six half of your life. <laughs> wow, that is so funny. But, um, so, you're here doing Shrek the Musical. You're the mayor of Munchkinland. We have six shows left. How does that make you feel? I'm uh, pretty excited to get this off my back because I'm really tired doing the shows. I am sure you are. Drew is one <laughs> of the younger kids in the cast. And he's the one kid who had to do most of the shows because your double quit. Yep. So you did about 50 shows with the exceptions of like a couple of days you had other things to do because, you know, he stays booked. But how, does it, how did it feel to be the one kid who was here for both shows morning and evening with the um, adult cast? I felt like everybody really liked me because they thought I was special doing all the shows. And I had fun because I got to see the adults the whole time, and I love that. We really did have a lot of fun with you, and you were really nice and funny and very attentive. You were always watching and learning, and that's what was very noticeable about you, of, of how much everything around you meant to you and how exciting it was, but you always had questions for a lot of people, and you wanted. we could see how you wanted to better yourself. So what do you think you've learned the most throughout Shrek the Musical? Um, more like how to act when you're not on stage but behind the stage. Yes, that's very important. That can also get you more jobs in the future. Because it's not just about what you do on stage. It's how you conduct yourself off stage. So what do you think you will miss most about this process? Uh, having something to do. Having something to yeah. do. You're gonna and everybody go. here. Uh, you made a lot of friends here? Yeah. Now, when you first came into it, did you think you would make a lot of friends? Nope. No, is that not the type of guy you are? You just kind of chill? Well, nobody really talked during the rehearsals. Oh, well, so. yeah. 
That's because the rehearsal was business. The rehearsal yeah. process was work. We were here for our job and we went home. And then the show process started, you know, people kind of let their walls down, kind of get to know you a little bit better. And that happened with some of the adults also. People actually told me that I was quiet and I have never gotten that before. I was like, quiet and me in the same sentence? That was the first. But that's because I was very eager to learn everything I needed to learn and get it right because we only had two weeks for rehearsal, four days for tech week. So that was the shortest time I've ever had to put together a show, especially a professional show. So rehearsal process was business. So what are the, some, like, some of the fun things you and the kids do while we're on stage most of the time. Because you guys go on for like the first couple of numbers and then bam, you don't have to be back until like freak flag. Yeah, well, usually we just talk, but I mean, they were like, we play this card game I made up and we make our characters, we play the game. And then most of the time we talk and if the girls don't come down, we, Grayson, one of the other kids, we play his DS while we wait. And I'm sure that's fun. I've never been a real, like, big video game type of person, but I'm sure games are fun. You know, I just don't like to lose. There's been a lot of times I almost broke my, um, you know, uh, systems and things. So I was like, you know what? I have to pay for it myself now. I don't think that's a good idea. I had a PlayStation 4, um, but I sold it because it literally collected dust for, like, 10 months. And I was like, you know what? I could probably count on my hands and toes how many times I've played this thing. So I just got rid of it. My brother thought I was going to give it to him for his birthday, but no, I sold it. Happy birthday. But so, you did Madagascar, Alex the Lion. What made you audition for that? Or did somebody come to you and tell you you should? Um, again, my teacher thought it would be a good idea. But also I saw the... Re he, I told him about it, and I was iffy on auditioning for it. Because Who did you tell? My teacher. Okay, so is this teacher a regular, like, school teacher or your music teacher? He's my music teacher. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's really inspirational and helps me out with a lot of stuff. Well, that's great. So I'm glad you have that. I told him about that. I was iffy on auditioning for it because I was already doing Shrek. Mm -hmm. But he told me I should, and through this I learned about the Madagascar, and I decided to audition for it. Well, I'm glad that you decided to do it because you were great. I got up at 11 o'clock in the morning to come and see you. So it better have been great, or I'd have had a lot to say. But you came out, your yellow shirt, you had your mane, you danced, you sang, and you had to do all of that twice, and then you had to come that same evening and do Shrek. So you were up at like 8 o'clock in the morning until 11, almost 11 o'clock at night doing Shrek the Musical. How was that whole day for you? Uh, tiring. I got told a lot during Shrek I was in a mood because I was tired from... Madagascar. Oh, you were very excited. <laughs> you you wouldn't shut up that day. <laughs> you talk a lot already. That day, that was a new Drew. Hashtag new Drew. That day, you were just excited. You were feeling yourself. And granted, I understand. I was so happy for you. You were walking around smiling the whole time. Like, you rocked it. You really did a good job. How, how was Madagascar, the um, rehearsal process? Because I know it was short. So how was it having to go to rehearsals and then come here on the weekends and then do those shows? I mean, you know, doing Shrek. And then you had to go back to Madagascar. How did you manage everything? It was fun. So I just ran on the, that was a blast. I can't wait to do it tomorrow kind of mood. And I was always excited for the next day because I had something to do instead of Oh, great. I get to go home and figure you know, out have something a day off, to do. Right. So did you make any friends in Madagascar? Yeah. I made a lot of friends. We got their phone numbers. We talk now oh. that it's done. That's really cool. I'll tell you, besides the four lead animals, that King Julian was amazing. I don't know her name. I don't know where she's from. I know she knows one of the adults in the cast, but King Julian... Shut it down. I forgot that, like, the move it, move it was, like, in the, sh the movie. I want them to do, I loved it so much, I want them to make a Madagascar for adults. Because I want to be in it. And I want to be Marty or the giraffe. What's his name? Melman. Melman or the giraffe. Or Alex. Or King Julian. Because, oh. Or one of the penguins. 
And it just made me remember how much I love Madagascar. And you want to know, you want to hear something funny? Yeah. So when you guys first got to the island, I was like, where are they? I totally, I haven't seen the movie in so long. And then I always remember the one movie where I think they went to Africa and found Alex's dad. I can't remember if that's the second or third one. That's second. Okay. So I was, I got confused. I was like, where are they? And then someone comes out like, welcome to Madagascar. I was like, duh. Duh. <laughs> it's Madagascar. Where else would they be? Well, the thing that made me laugh on this was when I was out there, one of my lines was, let's go back to the beach. The thing was, we never left the scene. We never went off stage to go somewhere else. And it's like, let's go back to the beach right yeah. here. Right, where we're standing. Yeah, that makes sense. Because that's acting, right? <laughs> like, who would have thought? But... Again, it's the magic of theater that is just like, oh, see, that probably went right over my head. I really enjoyed myself. The show was like a little over an hour long. It was so much fun. There were a bunch of kids in it. Ayla also did it, who was on my podcast that you can listen to. Um, and then you also had Gracie, who's on my podcast that you can listen to. And you guys did so good. I was so excited to see you and then like seeing you after. Did you think anyone from the show would come and see you? Um, I thought a lot of people did what were going to, and then apparently I was told the day before everybody had plans, so a lot of people didn't end up coming, but you came, David came, and Brooke came. And so. that's all that matters. Yep. Mostly me. Yeah, forget those other guys. But no, um, <laughs> I, w- I wasn't going to miss it. I was either going to come to the first or the second show, and I actually got to sit with your mom and your aunt. Yep. I walked in and I said, hey, is anyone sitting here? And then I was like, hey, do you know anyone in the show? And she was like, yes, Drew's my son. I said, hey, I'm Donkey. And she was like, I thought that. I was like, yes, it's me, the Donkey, in disguise. Don't tell anyone else because I'm not taking pictures with any of their kids. But um, it was great. We sat together. We watched the show. And we left. And now you're here being the star of my podcast. So as we wrap up, would, would you like to tell your cast? What do you want to say to them? Uh, thanks for being great friends and keeping me in the loop whenever I got out and I had to do something. <laughs> that was great. Are you going to miss everyone? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Mostly. Mostly. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's so funny. Same. Mostly. Emphasis on most. But, um, are there any questions that you would like to ask me, um, Mr. Donkey? Yeah. So where did you start in performing and how'd you get to where you are? Um, good question. So I started doing theater in 2011. I don't know if maybe you were born, maybe you weren't. Um, and it was called Top Hat Productions in my hometown. It's a community theater. And I always loved to sing, but I had a horrible stage fright until I was 20. When I started doing theater, I didn't sing anywhere. Like I was singing at karaoke and stuff, but I mean, that's karaoke. But I had horrible stage fright, so I just started doing community theater, and I started doing more shows. Then I switched over to doing most of my shows at the Youngstown Playhouse, which is the oldest community theater in all of these United States. Yep, almost 100 years old, right in my city. And I get a, um, to be a part of that history. And it's really cool because we've had like a lot of people come through that place. So I'm glad to be a part of that history. And I just started doing, I discovered my love for theater and like performing. And I just started doing shows nonstop. So 2011 through 2015, I did some shows. I was just James Burns until I did The Wiz. And then I became James Major Burns. And yes, that's my real name. Just in case anyone was wondering. But I decided that I wanted to go on some professional auditions. The first um, professional audition I went on actually was for Shrek the Musical and Little Shop of Horrors in New York City. I got a call back. Didn't get the job, but I got a call back, and it was just so exciting. I went to see a Broadway show. I had an adult beverage, and it was so great. But after that, um, after 2015, I tried to move to New York in 2016. And I couldn't because it just cost too much money. Yeah. Then I met my fiance in 
I haven't been on an audition since like late 2016 or early 2017. But I just continued doing theater in my city. I started my podcast. I started writing my own music. You can check that out on SoundCloud, James Major Burns and Trayvill Maurice. We write our own song. So I'm a songwriter, singer, dancer extraordinaire. Who would have thought? Me. Anyways, and um, I just kept working hard at home. And because I'm older, I'll be 30 next year. I'll be 29 in October. I kind of felt like theater was starting to, like, you know, not be what I thought I was going to do. Even though there's roles for all ages, I just felt like if I didn't have these certain skills by this age, I couldn't do it. Even though I was, I still loved it, I was still working hard. Every time I do anything, especially in this field, I'm always working to improve. I'm not trying to outdo myself every time, but I'm always working to improve, no matter what level, professional or free of charge, as they like to call us volunteers. I always work as hard as I can to improve because I do have goals. And I started to believe in myself more. And from 2017 until March this year, I did consistent shows, whether it was a show I was in of someone else's. One of my friends put on their own show. We started making our own um, cabaret series. And I've just been performing as myself at like pride events and different events. So I haven't had a break in um, a while. And then... I did Guys and Dolls. I was Nicely Nicely. Guys and... Like... The musical. Show. Oh, musical. Yeah, Guys and Dolls. Have I you can, heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of the musical, but also I'm pretty sure that there's a show choir I know of in my area called Guys and Dolls. Right. That's where, that's where they got it from. And I'm sure they've sang these songs from the show because it's a big classic show. And uh, there was a guy on that show. He was like, you need to go audition for stuff. I was like... Yeah, sure, whatever. He was like, seriously, you should go. So I was like, all right, whatever. Let me see what's out. I always check for Shrek the Musical because Donkey is my dream role. I came to audition for it. Bam, I'm Donkey. And now I had belief in myself before I got here, but I have even more belief that everything I want to do, I can achieve. So I'll say the same to you. Continue to work hard. Don't take anything for granted. And set goals for yourself and achieve those goals. Set them goals, meet them goals. Hashtag Mike Parker. That's, that's what he taught me. And you can listen to his podcast. Hashtag Mike Parker on The Third Degree with James Major Burns. But no matter who it is, whether it's your parents, your friends, your siblings, don't let anyone stop you from, if this is what you want to do, you are in control of you. You're going to be the person who goes in there for those auditions. Um, and no one can go in the room with you. No one else will be able to get you the job besides you. Until you get older. But remember, it's not what you know. It's who you know. So be kind. It pays to be kind. That was a very long response to your question, but that was a good question. Okay. But uh, is there anything else you would like to add? Yeah. Um, do you know how the equity stuff was works? Because I was curious about that kind of stuff. I thought you were about to ask me, do I know the Muffin Man? And I was about to crack up. So, no, I'm actually not sure exactly how to explain it properly, Corey Farquaad would be the better person to ask. But you accumulate points depending on where you do your shows. And having points allows you to do union or non-union shows. But once you become a union member, you can't do non-union shows. So again, sometimes it just depends on who you know to what you can get into. But I'd like to shout out Drew because Drew is the reason that I interviewed all of the kids. He said, hey, do you have kids on your show? I said, maybe. And he said, well, what do you guys talk about? And then I just started asking him questions, and he just told me how he had dreams of being on Broadway before a certain age. So one more question for you, Drew. Where do you want theater to take you? Where do you see yourself going with this as a career? Um, I would like to get into, like, movies because... I'd like to go from stage theater, try to get Disney stuff, and then movies, hopefully. Right. And you're only 12 now, and you're probably going to get a little taller. But it's not about your actual age. It's what you look like you can play. So you could be eight in a, in a show and be... Do you, you know who Raven Simone is? You ever heard of the show That's So Raven? Yeah. Raven played a teenager for years. There's a... um. There's a, a girl named, I think her name is Allison Lawson. Girls, did you watch Pretty Little Liars? No. Do you remember Emily's girlfriend in the first season? Like, I think her name might have been Bianca. 
or something. You know, matter of fact, her real name is B- her name was Maya. Her real name is Bianca Lawson. Bianca's almost forty years old. She played Emily's girlfriend as a thirty-five-year-old woman, but she looks like she can be a teenager. She's been playing teenagers for the last like 15, 20 years, but she's almost forty. And you can bet your bottom dollar that she might be in another teenage show. So it's about what you look like versus... It's about what you can play versus what you actually are. So remember that. Any more questions? Nope, that's all I got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our time. I am James Major Burns, and this is... Drew. Coleman. There you go. (laughs) And this has been The Third Degree. Say bye, Drew. Bye. Bye, guys. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. We are back, and with us right now is our young... I'm sorry, no, she's not young. She's... Well, she is young. You get the picture. (laughs) But she is teen Fiona Miss Cora Metz. Hi. Hi. How are you? I need to scoot up a little bit, get right into that mic. Good. How are you? Beautiful voice of yours. (laughs) I'm doing well. I smell like a donkey, but I'm here. So... How has it been being Teen Fiona? It's been such an amazing experience. I have learned so much more here than I've learned at any other show. And I'm just so grateful for this experience. Well, you have done such a good job. And like watching you from the beginning until Mm -hmm. this, like now, because I haven't spent much time around the younger people in the cast because I'm usually melting. So Mm -hmm. I'm always in my seat in front of a fan. Yeah. Or just like, at home, laying down until it's, like, time to come here. Mm-hmm. But watching you from the beginning when you started mm-hmm. singing and watching you now, I've just seen progress and growth in you. And it's, you have such a beautiful voice. Thank you. And a very regal tone and look. And I'm very excited to see where your career takes you. So oh. what do mm-hmm. you want to do as far as performing goes? I just want to perform. I love performing, and I All I really want to do is just perform in shows. So how long have you been doing theater? I have been doing theater for about a year and a half. Have you sang longer or were you a part of any other groups? Nope. I just started a year and a half ago. You just had all of this talent and you just were waiting for your moment. Yeah. (laughs) So a year and a half ago, you do most of your shows at school. Kind of. So I'm homeschooled, but the first show I ever done was a high school show. Mm. Um, They let me be a part of their production of Footloose. So I was, yeah. How was that? (laughs) It was a good experience. I'm not the kind of person uh, that's been in front of people. Uh, In seventh grade, I actually cried giving a speech in front of people that's how much I hated being in front of people wow and so it was the kind of experience of like I didn't do the best performing job but it was just me getting comfortable in front of an audience that's all you can do that's what helps you Mm -hmm. um get more comfortable it's just putting yourself out there you just got to go yeah it's like when you have butterflies and then you get on stage and they go away yeah the more you do it the more comfortable you are I, I can't tell you the last time I was very... Like, I get nervous in auditions, but not mm-hmm. on stage at all. And I'm trying to take that same energy into auditions when yeah. I go there. Because I haven't been trained to or taught how to conduct myself in an audition. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of figure things out on my own. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say this today. And then I get in there and I don't say that at all. Yeah. Like, for this audition, I was going to walk in and say, Greetings, my name is James Major Burns. And I'm like <laughs> most of everyone else you've seen today. I woke up like this. And they were going to be like, like what? And I was going to be like, bald. Last night I had a head full of hair and I woke up this morning <laughs> and it was just gone. I had like things ready to say just in case they said something else. And I did none of that. Really? I like kind of froze up. I was like, hi, my name's James Major Burns. How are you? <laughs> and then my hands were like to my side and I'm like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And then thankfully I could talk to them a little bit, but I was like kind of like nervous, but I was like, oh, that's what was frustrating when I left. Not that I didn't think I sang well. Yeah. I was like, I was supposed to show my personality. <laughs> that's what's going to get me hired. And mm-hmm. even in regular, like, nine to five jobs, when I was younger, I used to put my little button up on. I'd sit there with my hands crossed. I'd be like, hi, my name's James. I need a job. 
<laughs> and now I go in with my personality because I'm like, people want a good working environment. Mm-hmm. So if I show them this good energy, they'll probably want me to be there. Right. So I try to think about that. And my life in theater helps me with my daily life. Like being comfortable with myself on the stage helped me be comfortable with myself off stage. Yeah. So where were you when you found out, found out that you were going to be team Fiona? So I was, I don't. 100% remember where I was, but wow. I do remember that. So, um, me and Ruthie know each other from Muse, and I followed her on Instagram, and I saw she post about getting in the show. And then I'm like, oh, so calls are going out now. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. And so I waited for about a day and I remember I got the call when we were in the living room and I was very nervous because I specifically wanted teen Fiona because I've a lot of my friends have talked about when they played Fiona and their Fiona dress and like all of that and I've always wanted to play like always meaning like the past year been winning right as long as I've loved theater (laughs) yeah exactly Um, so did you see Shrek the musical on Netflix I did yes and when I got the call um, I'm pretty sure Chris answered. I'm not 100% sure, but I, we got the call, and I heard none of it except <laughs> Teen Fiona, oh, pff, and then I kind of screamed, and then I'm pretty sure Chris laughed at me. <laughs> I'm sure Because me and my mom both screamed at the same time. We were very excited. Can I just tell you, mm-hmm. like, we love your parents. Oh, thank you. Your parents and, like, Phoebe's parents are probably, like, our faves. Like, your really? parents come through, and your Aww. dad is just great. Like, he wears different colored shirts to, like, represent for each oh, of us. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. He wore a gray flannel. He was like, this is for you, Donkey. Like, That's what I'm talking about. He, he's, they both love this show so, so much, especially my dad. He loved – I used to really love Shrek when I was a kid, and so he – loved watching Shrek with me. It's his kind of humor. And when he found out that I was auditioning for Shrek, he got really, really excited, really wanted me to get in. And then when he found out, he was just so excited. And I remember the first day he wore a green shirt because of Shrek. Right. And then I think Corey was like, uh, why didn't you wear a shirt for me? Like in his Farquaad character. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to wear a shirt for every character now. He wore like a blue and red flannel. He's on a like, mission and oh I love my it. Gosh. <laughs> every time they're coming through the line, we're like, out of my way. Come, no. right, up, come right up to the front. Like, yes, they are Aww. lovely. And I'm so glad that you have parents like that yeah, with that type of so energy. Blessed. It's so nice. And it goes to show and say a little bit of what type of people they are about how you conduct yourself and how mm. sweet you've been with Aww. everyone else. So I'm like, I'm glad you. you have good parents who can be supportive of you and your dream and just so loving because yeah. we just need more love in the world because I it kind of sucks. Yeah. kind of sucks. The older you get and the more you learn. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Yeah. That's such a great place. <laughs> Right. How's Mars looking, you know? Exactly. So what have you learned the most throughout this entire process? I think the thing I learned the most was letting go and being that character. I get so nervous to just let go. That's what holds me back most of the time. Just let go and be the character and really just perform because I get so nervous that I... close in and I just that was the biggest thing and I've never been more comfortable in front of an audience and I'm very thankful for this opportunity especially because getting to perform as many shows as we have I've gotten practice being in front of people I was gonna say also it's been lovely to have this much time to develop a character yeah I agree it's gonna be like a crutch and hurt a little bit to go and do other characters or other shows that only have two weeks to perform them. Yeah. A lot of show, mm-hmm. a lot of community theaters sometimes do one weekend, two weekends, maybe three. But you you get more time to rehearse. Yes. Then you're also not working with a bunch of professionals. You're working with people who are doing it for fun or people who do love it and want to take it as a career. Yeah. But there's so many different types of people in the room that it won't be like this type of experience where you don't have to worry about somebody slacking or yeah. not wanting to do a great job, including like the kids in the show. Like you, the mm-hmm. kids in the show are here to work. They're yes. Like, most of them. Yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> of them are definitely here for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but most of them are here to work. So yeah. going into, I'm going into a um, 
community theater production when I get back home. Really? And I've been a little mm-hmm. nervous for reasons of, like I just did it, there are so many people who wanted to do the show that joined the cast for a great experience. Right. And I want to have a great experience, but I also want the show to go down in history. I want it to be one of the greatest shows they've ever seen. I want to grow my character because I played the role last year. I wasn't able to grow it mm-hmm. the way I right. wanted to. So I'm excited to get back in those shoes and try to develop him yeah. and become Jimmy Thunder early versus just acting like yeah. the person I've seen on the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what will you miss most about Shrek? I'm going to, first of all, miss the people. I love this cast, one of the best casts I've worked with. Yeah, we're great. We're great. Yes, yes, for sure. You are some of the most hardworking people I have ever worked with, and it's such an inspiration. I'm going to also miss doing shows every week. I love doing shows. I'm the kind of person that even when I'm on break, like the three days that we had off, I was just watching Shrek the Musical on Netflix. I just wanted to You and all of the rest of the girls in the dressing room. (laughs) Yes, for sure. I wanted to just perform it all the time and that's what I really love about doing this show I got to perform for eight weeks and I just want to I'm going to miss that a lot so how does it feel to only have six shows left very upsetting I have four shows left because us kids only have our cast has four left so you have today tomorrow morning yes Saturday night yes and then Sunday morning yeah so that means the other cast had today tomorrow evening and just Sunday night. At least yeah. you got four and they got three. Yeah. <laughs> but they do get the closing show. But yeah. again, you got four. Yeah. Are you guys going to see this the closing show? No, I didn't think about that. I really want to now. Oh, my gosh. That would have been nice. Maybe they can just let you guys sit up in the audience. But that's, a, hey, <gasps> who knows? You know, it's the last show. We've been a part of it so long. Yeah. We don't need to go through the buffet. You could just kind of chill out yeah. in the back. Unless we're sold out. Come see Shrek the Musical. Yes. But um, <laughs> is there anything that you would like to say to the cast, to your friends that you've made? Yeah. Thank you so much for not only being so supportive, but for helping me get through this experience and learn as much as I can. A lot of you have worked with me on character stuff when I kind of know nothing about acting. And I just really appreciate all of the support and your kindness. And yeah, thank you so much. I feel like you are going to be a great actress and a great performer because of one, your soul is in it. Yeah. And your family's great, and <laughs> you're, you're very talented. And I Thank feel you. like you have the head space to mm-hmm. prevail oh. and succeed. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm very excited to see these next few years for you and, like, what you do mm-hmm. with theater. So just continue to work hard. Being kind always pays. So you got that yes. checked. <laughs> and set them goals and meet them goals. Set goals for yourself and meet okay. them. Big and small and always Acknowledge your accomplishments, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter what character you are on the show. I agree with understand. that. Understand. Yeah. So, because we can be our toughest, toughest critics, so also be your biggest fan. And don't let anyone else tell you you can't. Yeah, I love so, that. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, wait, one more thing. Do you have any questions for me? What was the first professional show you ever did, and how was that experience for you? Hmm. So, I guess I, I can count this as my first professional musical. Mm-hmm. Because I've been in like a chorus of a show, I've been paid to do um, like shows in my town that people have written. Okay, but I'm gonna count this as my first professional show because oh. I haven't been home in two months. And what was the second part of the question? Uh, how was that experience for you? Well, this experience <laughs> has been great. The first week I was homesick like crazy. I cried. Oh. It, was, it was it was horrible, but um. It's been a great experience. I've learned a lot about myself as an actor, mm-hmm. performer, and I have new goals. Like yeah. I wrote a song about um, not realizing that I had met all of the goals that I wanted. Not all of them, but a lot of the mm-hmm. goals I wanted to achieve. And then I didn't realize. I was like, wow, that's just like the bottom of my list. Like there's so much more to achieve. Yeah. And having the belief in yourself is um, very important. So, again, make sure you stay mentally strong for this business because it will be tough. Yes. And people will be mean and cast won't be this nice all the time. Oh, I can already vouch for that. Yes. Right. So I'm glad, you know, and again, I think you have the head on your shoulders to succeed. 
So, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, this has been James Major Burns and Cora Metz. And this is the third degree. We'll see you tonight. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have the artist Hello. of the show. Hey, just recording the show here. Anyway, we have the artiste of the show here, Miss Kendall Braun. Hello. How are you? I am great. So when I say that she's an artiste, ladies and gentlemen, she is an artist, okay? So she has been making, hand-making, hand-painting jackets for most of the ladies and a couple of us guys. And it's the memorabilia of the show that I'm so excited. The reason I wanted to get one is because you go off and you see people do shows. A lot of times they get shirts, they get jackets, what you know, the little thing right there. And I was wondering about if, you know, we might get something like that here. And I haven't been in the little shop in the front, so I don't know what's up there. I, you know, I go lay down and I dry off and take showers and stuff. That's what I need to do. So when I saw that you were making the jackets, I was like, yep, I need one. This is what's going to help me remember this. Besides all of the wonderful memories that we've made together, I have something to symbolize now. Shrek, the musical, and Donkey. So, Kendo, (laughs) how has this entire experience been for you? It has been great. This has been my first professional show since sixth grade. So it's great to be back because my first professional show was actually here. So it's great to be back. Well, I just took that long hiatus. Yeah. So what was that show? The first show I ever did here was Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, you were one of the beautiful kids. Yes. How was that for you? What do you remember of that? I I actually remember a lot, but mainly I remember the people because two people from that cast are in this cast. So this has been my third show with David and my wow. second show with Brooke. Wow. Never knew that. See? Yep. I would have never known so, that. So it's really fun for that reason to look back at pictures I have with both of wow. them. Wow. Oh, I like, need to see, see these now. pictures. Oh, oh Brooke my. has some. Gosh, because you were... How how long you say you were in the sixth grade? Now yeah, what are you going in into grade. junior I'm, year? Yeah, I'm going into my junior year. So, so it was a while ago. And even for them, like Brooks, nineteen, so she was she even. She was younger. actually considered the oldest kid in the cast, so wow. she was a child when I was my, doing it. How the tables have turned! I know. Now you're <laughs> like the weird. oldest kid in the kids' cast. You and Cora. Yeah. Who I just found out. Well, I just found out that you guys were 16. Yeah. And even though, like, 16 is only two years older than 14, that's a lot of a difference. Yeah, it is, because now we're closer age to some of the adults that right. are and going into college. it's more of a mature age of where, like, things change, and you're becoming young ladies now, and you're closer to adulthood. Yeah. My dad used to tell me, oh, I hated it. You're going to be an adult a lot longer than you're going to be a kid. I'm like, <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear that. No. Dad. Don't. Yes, yeah, so... Shrek the Musical. What, what's your cast called? Ours is Once Upon, Once upon a, a Time. time. I, I tell you, y'all done switched places so many times. Yeah. Aubrey was here earlier, and I was like, are you supposed to be here? I, I, I was just confused <laughs> because, like, you guys have substituted in and out. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what cast this is. So I, like, Phoebe's cast. Whatever cast that Phoebe's in or whatever cast that Aubrey's in, I'm like, I don't know where they're supposed to be. Somebody get these kids. But... <laughs> How have you enjoyed this process? You got to work with some people. Again, you haven't seen them, David or yeah. Brooke, in you know, quite some time also. So was it really exciting knowing somebody when you got here? Actually, I didn't know that they were going to be in it. So the first day walking in, I was really nervous because I, I was like, I'm going back to this theater I've performed at before, but I'm not going to know anyone. And so the first day when I walked in, I didn't see either of them. So I sat next to Cora and I said, hi, I don't know anyone. Want to be my friend? And we've <laughs> oh been my friends gosh. ever since. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So was Chris the director, though? Yes, I actually did know Chris because he was the director of the two other shows I've done here. So one was Miracle. What was the other show? Uh, the Little Mermaid, which is really exciting because it's coming back next year for this. Wow. Summer. So what did you do in The Little Mermaid the first time? Uh, I was a little fish because again that was sixth grade. Oh, so I did. So you well, did two was, shows that year. That was between sixth grade and seventh grade, actually. So within that time. Yeah. So do you think you're going to be auditioning for The Little Mermaid again? I'm actually hoping to, and I'm hoping to audition as an adult because I will be 17 at the time. So Ooh. I'm hoping to get permission to audition as an adult. That but would be great. Who knows? 
Well, you have a lot of friends around here who you can ask for all of the help. Just, oh, yeah. That's what I'll tell some of the other kids. You guys have made connections. And even though we like we can't guarantee you jobs, you can always um, message ask me. Ask for advice. Ask me for advice. Ask me what I think. Uh, you know, Sarah, you know, Lucy, they will be so happy to help you yeah. with anyway. So never be afraid. Never think you're getting on my nerves because if you will, <laughs> I will tell you. Um, but no, none of you guys are going to get on my nerves. I'm going to miss you all so much. It's going to be, it's like bittersweet, but oh, yeah. we've had a lot of time together and I know we all miss our families and stuff and I miss my fiance and all of my friends yeah. are at home doing my favorite show, Dream Girls. So oh. I'm so excited to get into that. They've been there for three weeks, and I'm coming with only three weeks to go. But mm. I'm ready. I tell you, this per- <laughs> this process, like rehearsal, I was like, oh, two weeks? I can do anything. I, yeah. It's nothing that I, psh, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. And But being in shows, you have different directors. You have different a different cast, things work in a different way. And that's one, that's the only thing I'm nervous about is going back home to the show. It's just a different type of process. I know everybody too. I love being here and not knowing anyone. Yeah. I had to, um, and I was just telling, um, Ruthie, Marisha Ruth, Major Burns, my stage daughter. Um, (laughs) I was just telling her that one thing I've liked and noticed being here is that the way people view me here is the way people view me back home. So that kind of taught me a little bit about like, you know, the type of person I am. Like I'm, um, consistent in my character as myself, like of trying to be kind, trying to be nice and seeing that I didn't really change for this job. Yeah. So that was kind. So tell me what you've learned the most from this process. One thing that I learned that I'm very grateful for is that I used to do a lot of backstage stuff, and now with being off stage a lot for this show, because we're only in three or four scenes, I've get I got to learn to fall back in love with helping people change backstage and doing makeup and stuff like that, which is something that I really love to do. And also, it's not something that's like glamorized. I love backstage. Like oh, I love it so much. Laura works so hard. Yeah. And without the without all of these working pieces, we wouldn't be able to put on this type of production. I think exactly. like for me, I think on the last day they should just bring out Laura. We give her we point to her, clap for her. Yeah. Um the stage manager, the sound, the tech, the lights, all of that is this big melting pot of theater. Yeah. of a production to put on. And people love us. They want us to come out and sing, but I'm like, you don't know. They need to it be almost didn't happen with that change back there. Yeah. One night we couldn't get Fiona's dress zipped up. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And at the yeah. last minute, it got zipped up. And now we're pros at it. Like now she's waiting at the curtain for the lights to go off. I was like, <laughs> yeah. But those moments backstage, and I'll, sometimes I wish we had some like a video camera just going. Because there's like great moments that happen backstage. And like you said, I appreciate the people back there working so hard who don't have a love to be, or any type of in, interest to be on stage at all. They're like, no, yeah. I'm cool back here. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. Now... I want to be on the stage, but I definitely yeah. like helping backstage. I help at my theater back home. Not so much like backstage all the time, but there's times I come and help out maybe with the set sometimes. My fiance actually does it a lot more than me, but he's young. Let him do it. Um, <laughs> but um, even like in being in the house, I help with like raffle tickets. I help with the bar. I just like being on the outside of the show. Well, the outside of the stage sometimes. So do you, what do you want theater to lead you down the road as far as a career? I am very unsure of that. That's one of the things that I'm not really sure about because I do have other passions that I'd like to pursue. So I really want to minor in theater in college, but probably not my main like thing. Which is absolutely okay. And don't let anyone tell you that it's not. And it's okay to not know right now. You can, you're yeah. going to figure out what you want to do in these coming years so figure it out thinking about it you have two years left of high school you can think about what you want to do you know what you're good at so yeah. we just have all of these random people walking into our dressing room they're from on golden pond but i have no idea oh. why they're in my dressing room and we're about to handle it in a minute but anyway <laughs> i'm sorry guys i don't know now why are they in my dressing room 
That did not happen for us when we came in here to see the Newsy no. show. They're coming to see our show tonight. This is live info going down right now, y'all. It's about to be a, a dog Live bite. drama. Like, oh, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. Like, I have stuff in there. I don't know those people. Anyway, moving on. Um, it pays <laughs> to be kind. I'm going to yes. leave all of that in there. So, <laughs> wh- what are you going to miss most about this process? I am going to miss the people so much because... Being a 16-year-old in a kid's cast, it's really nice to have all of the adults who welcome us as as adults and still have children be very welcoming as well. So we, we get a nice, happy medium. Yeah, it is a nice mixture because I love the kids, but then you guys, like aren't kids like for me I always it's always weird for me on how to interact with the kids right in them like that age of adult and then child because I'm like I don't know I want to be a good influence I want to be a good role model (laughs) how do I talk to them and sometimes I forget how old you guys are and even when I'm trying to just like censor myself I'm like they go to public schools or they've been around a lot worse they watch tv they have cell phones so it's for me it's always weird because I just want to be a a positive influence on people's lives, especially younger people, because you guys are more impressionable depending on who we are. And now you're in a show where you think people are talented and might make yeah. you feel like, oh, well, let, let me pay attention to them more. Or if they're doing this, it might be okay. But you guys are literally the future. And I have been so proud of you all. I am so excited to see where theater takes you, whether it's on the stage, whether it's backstage, you should definitely continue um, your artwork. Thank you. You're great. Thank you. You can make some money. Like, literally. You want to hear something I used to do in school? What? So I always go write in cursive. I always love to write in cursive. So I would sign people's, like, permission slips and, like, you got an essay and your parent had to sign it. I would be like, bring me something your mama signed and I'll do the best I can. And I just write in cursive. So after a while, I started charging. I have like 75 cents. I need to get a juice at lunch <laughs> in middle school. And then um, I just would, I was always like a go-getter, like kind of a hustler. I used to get these yeah. big boxes of like hot Cheetos. I wouldn't eat them all. I would sell them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what can I do to make some money today? But so understand that that's a business. And yeah. You're, and even in theater, like you have to think of yourself as a business. So it's James Major Burns, the actor, and then there's me, the person, but it's James Major Burns and what people think. So yeah. there's that image to uphold versus like my actual self. And even for you all. So you have to move yourself like an actual business and think about things that's good for your career and things that aren't. It might be some roles that you might feel like mm, maybe that's not good for me also when it comes to roles there are you have a set of skills that your body has already your voice your dancing abilities makeup so sometimes there's roles that we want to play so bad that just aren't good for us yeah versus the role that we get that is better for us and you hear a good example of that when i release Corey's podcast but um never give up never let anyone deter you from your dream and, and I mean anyone, never wait on anyone else to follow your dream because I did that for years. I was so afraid to do it by myself. So never wait on anyone and believe in yourselves. Believe in yourselves and in your heart you'll find. So is there, are there anything you want to say to the cast? I don't know if you asked them. I think I asked you that already. If you want to tell them you love them, any questions you have for me? For the cast, I'd like to say thank you for helping me just get back into art because I wasn't actually painting a lot at the time when people asked me to do the jackets. Yeah, you had mentioned that. I was like, ooh. So it got me back into that, which I really appreciate because now I love doing it and I love doing the jackets and then giving it to people. So I'd like to thank them for that. And And like seeing the reactions because everybody's been so thankful. I'm so hyped. I can't wait to see mine. I'm just saying I'm so excited to show it to you. So do you have any questions? I do. My one question would be, as a person who's not mainly focused on theater, but still would like to pursue it somehow, what advice would you give? I would think about everything as individual um, lanes. So you know there's theater. It's like the top of the tree. You have theater as the the tree trunk and then the branches of things you can do. Yeah. So there's theater, the actor, theater, the sound guy, theater, the makeup girl, 
theater, um, the director. So figure out the things that you're good at. Write them down and kind of go from there. Because, you know, I, I've been doing my podcast every week in between shows since I've been here. I haven't had a time in between a show off and I don't know how long. And I have one more to do tomorrow with our director, finally, Chris Beiser. And then I'm, and then I'm done. And I haven't even realized how hard I've been working. Yeah. But I just have goals that I want to achieve. And I always feel like being tired right now is not a quarter of, of, of a millimeter of tiredness that I want, that, that I can say is tired because of the career I want. Yeah. We, I watch interviews. Another reason why I started my podcast, I watch interviews, listen to them of our, my favorite actor, favorite singer. Yeah. They're jet setting. They're up. You know who Chloe and Hallie is? Are Hallie's the new Little Mermaid? Oh yeah. Her her sister, they are on this show called Grownish, and they made a a, a post about being in the. Um, oh, it's Inside Out. Yes, and we're live. And that was Chris Barley, everyone, our production manager. Say hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, all right, that little cameo. But they have made a post last night about being in the studio all night and then doing something else and then having to go to set and sleeping yeah. in between takes. Oh. And I'm like, literally the life I want to live. And so right now, all of this, I feel like it's preparing me for this. Yeah. For that. Community theater prepared me for professional theater. Yeah. So never think you're wasting your time. Everything you do can be helping you towards your goal. So I would figure out everything that I'm good at. You do theater, you sing, you dance. You're an artist. Those are just a few things that I know about you. So write those things down and see where they fit. Also, know what you're great at. Uh, Trey, my fiance, told me this. He's um, listening to Spectacular's podcast, who was in Pretty Ricky. Yeah, I don't know them probably. But um, he said, we have a lot of things. We have our, this scale from 1 to 10. So if my singing is an 8 or a 9 and my dancing is like a 7 and my acting is like a 3, and he said, don't focus so hard on trying to make that 8 a 10. You focus on making that 2 closer to a 10. So know your abilities and don't be delusional. (laughs) There's a lot of people who think they can sing who can't sing at all. Or just they don't understand. I always say there's nothing that I don't really understand about myself. Even when other people tell me, I'm like, okay, I get it. But know, know yourself, be confident in your abilities, and always work. You have to always work. You have to always be willing to learn and evolve. And when you start to change, don't let it scare you. Because the older you get, you're going to be evolving. Like, you're 16 now. In two years, you're going to be... A, from the time I was 20 to 25, I was a different person every year. I could have been a different <laughs> person with a different name every year. And it's, it's scary to, for that to happen. But figure out your gifts and continue to work on your craft at all times. There's not a day. There's not a second. You hear Corey tell you about it. He, yes, James sings all the time. Yes, I do. <laughs> even when I'm, my, I barely have a voice, I can't help but sing. But I'm always, even when I'm working, playing around singing, I'm always working on my craft. So just continue to work on your crafts. That way you can have the best understanding of them. Thank you. I hope that answers your question. And if you forget, you can always come back and listen to it. <laughs> this is another <laughs> thing. You I, we'll always, you'll always have these. We'll always have this together. That's one that I'm very grateful for. So this has been... James Major Burns and Kendall Braun and everybody else who just walked by because they're just loud and why are they in my dressing room? I (laughs) will see you all later. This is the third degree. Bye-bye.